Welcome to Verbs and Vibes. Hey guys, I'm Torian. Hey y'all, it's Denise. Hey guys, it's Key. What's poppin'? It's Adrian. Hey guys, so Christmas was yesterday. How was everybody's holiday? Oh, I had it was a good, good. time. It was, it was nice. <clears throat> Super great. Whole lot of yes. off days and a whole lot of drinks. Hey, <laughs> toasted and that. Right. And good right. food, all the good food, especially good the food. food. Good people, good vibes. Yep, yep. Yep. Good people, all yeah. the vibes. good vibes. Oh, somebody got engaged yesterday. Somebody got engaged yesterday. Somebody got a piece of jewelry mm. that they gave to somebody else and they said words. Hey. Someone said yes. Good sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Congrats, congrats. We're excited. You know, yes. just trying to be a virgin. You're going to be in a wedding? This is going to be lit. I know. Urban out here off the vibes. The drunk uncle is fine. The drunk mm-hmm. uncle. <laughs> um, you gonna let me get I'm this <laughs> No. No. <laughs> I'm excited though. No, really. But we are yeah, very, so very excited, excited for excited. you. Thank you. Thank Facts. you. I'm excited Salad. for this new journey. Also, Torian. So you yes. moving, eh? Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. So happy. Crazy. Yeah, so I'm excited not. for you. Thank is you. It? Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like 2019 is going to be an awesome, awesome year. It is going to be legit. Big facts. Yeah. Is it? All right. So now for the questions. Y'all ready for these questions today? For sure. I'm ready. Ooh. It's late. All right. Bet. So the first question is, what are some of your pet peeves? It can be like personal. It can be like relationship-wise. Just... What is something that you ain't fucking with? Um, I would say one of my biggest pet peeves for me is um, just dealing with inconsistent people. So, like, people who uh, who just don't know how to, like, all the time be one way. And you never know what you're going to get with them. Um, you know, it, it's frustrating because who got time for that? I know I don't. <laughs> You ain't got a lot to kick it. <laughs> you ain't got a lot to kick it. Um, and so that's the frustrating part for me. That's like a, a big pet peeve. Um, people who are inconsistent, people who lie all the time, um, people who aren't um, like a person of their word. It's like if you say something, do it type of thing. If you aren't going to do it, don't say you will do it. Um, those little things are pet peeves for me. I just can't take it. And in addition to people like when they <laughs> chew their food, they smack their food. I know, like, what's wrong with you? Like, oh my god. So, yeah, those for me. I don't know. Like, why you gonna close you? your mouth and chew? I don't get it. <laughs> right. What's so hard about it? What is so hard? I don't know, but um, that's it. That's about it for me, though, for real. Um, I would say uh, <laughs> something that's kind of a pet peeve, especially uh, since uh, moving to Philadelphia, is that when you're walking, trying to get somewhere, and someone's in front of you, and they walk super slow, um, oh or, they, God, like, or they, like, stop, <laughs> and I'm just like, if you do not move out of my way, um, that's a little bit of a pet peeve. It's a new pet peeve for me, though, because I never really cared about that until I moved here, and you're like, just, because you go through people traffic versus just, like, traffic with a car. Um, but also say inconsistent people, um, people who 
say they're gonna do one thing and then they just don't do it. It's kind of like, come say on. Say that thing. Yeah, it was just annoying. Um, <clears throat> and um, people who just talk really bad about other people, but then want to talk to that person directly, oh, it's like man. one of my biggest Thanks. pet peeves. It's like, that's, that's your that's friend, that's who you're rocking mm-hmm. with. Like, talk to that Definitely. person directly, you know? Yeah. Like, just be direct with them and help give, give them feedback in real life. Be a verb, you know? Those are big pet peeves to me, though, for sure. I feel like uh, one of my big pet peeves right now is basically, well, I believe that the holiday season is really getting me prepped for uh, traffic. Um, one thing I can't stand is people that cannot drive. I feel oh I feel as if we should all have a renewal test every three to five years Bible. because people act like they cannot drive. They do not know the Chats. law at all. That's a truth. Um, so I think that the traffic right now that, I, that, that, I'm, that I'm in right now, I think it's going to get me prepped for when I move. Um, even though I feel like Atlanta traffic is pretty steady and people actually, people, people are more, it's more fast paced and they know how to like actually drive and things like that. But I feel like the traffic and, you know, things like that and kind of like, uh, get real aggravating they can't but i drive. think that's one of my biggest pet peeves right now is traffic uh people that can't drive um another pet peeve is definitely inconsistent people um non-reliable people as well um i think Ooh, that's I like a that. real big um i think that's a real big uh pet peeve of mine um i can't send a liar that's another pet peeve of mine um i have so many pet peeves man but that's just a little bit of the pet peeves like but yeah, that's all I can think of right now. Okay. Those okay. are good ones, for real. Well, I'm going to say my biggest pet peeve, like something that I really hate, is when people rub their feet on the carpet. I cannot. Don't. <laughs> I don't understand it. Well, I don't, go what ahead. does that do for you what? that you got to rub you hate your me, feet man. on the carpet? So like, you hate me? I don't hate <laughs> it. Why do you rub your feet? do that, I despise so you. you. Like, I so you, you hate me? It. I'm don't do rub what your I feet can... on the carpet around me. Wait, I'm gonna do like what I see. You. Cut the whole foot or? off. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna do what I see. I'm gonna do what I see. I don't understand why people do that. But is it like rubbing your feet, like your feet feet on the carpet, or like your shoes on the carpet? Like sometimes rubbing, your feet, rubbing your feet feet. feet. Like, sometimes your feet your socks feet are out of socks on the carpet. Well, I'm rubbing my feet. I don't know. I rub I'm rubbing my feet on the carpet right now. So oh, well, I'm glad I'm not I have here on, to see that. I have on no socks. I'm gonna send you a video later. So. I'm sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna say that's like my biggest one, and then my second biggest is like I can't stand a liar. Or somebody that claim to be something that they not. Like, I can't stand those two things. Tell them. It's a whole right. lot of people out here that will say that they're one way and then they end up being another way. The uh, just worst. Just remain like you say you are or get the hell on. We don't got time for that. Thank you, next. <laughs> right. I honestly, Alexa, um, play Ariana Grande. Right. I'm so weak. <laughs> but, um... I think I want to add on to that as well. I think I don't like fake love. Ooh, I don't like people that uh, that tries That's that fair. try to tell you or that you know they'll, they'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna support you. You know, I'm mm. here for you. Blah blah blah. Ooh. I'm doing this for you. I'm Say doing that for you. And then when shit hits exactly. the fan, when you really want to look around and you know uh, you know look for them and find out where they at, it's like they know where to be found. Like you know, yeah, non-reliable people. That goes back to what I say. So I don't like fake love. If anything, I would rather for you just be blunt straight up with me because that's how, that's the type of person I am. Like oh, I can yeah. take you know what I'm saying that situation. So I'm just kind of like you know just either love me or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Don't fake yeah. it like because I'm not this type of person. So 
I definitely add on to that. Good. I like that too. That's real good, actually. Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> super good. So that was a nice uh, little fun moment that we had there with those pet peeves. But we're going to go into something a little bit more serious. Um, so I'm actually, guys, how do you feel about therapy? I think that um, some of us in the black community, especially, we don't think mental health awareness is a good thing to kind of really elaborate on and to explore. So we just kind of go about our lives um, taking on toxic behaviors and putting them onto other people versus getting help for our own issues. So I want to hear your thoughts about that, you guys. Um, I think that... Uh... I think that therapy is probably one of the hardest things for a lot of people to um, accept that they need. Um, I think that therapy is something that can actually help you. Um, I think it can heal you in ways because they teach you different ways to kind of cope and um, get over wh whatever you're dealing with. Um, I know personally, I haven't been, like I've been to therapy before, um, but I think that I want to go back um, just for some personal things that I want to kind of uh try to get over and kind of deal with um but I don't I agree with you Denise I don't think it's something that is accepted in our community um not only the black community but like the um Hispanic community as well um it's just not something that you know um they think is cool or it's okay it's like oh it's my business I don't want to share it with other people um so I know like a lot of my family feels that way um or you feel like you're too tough to deal with somebody to talk about your issues and your problems um, and then that's why we have so many, so much suicide and um, other things that come up because you're not reaching out for help. You're not um, using your resources that you have. And um, it's kind of unfortunate because it is painted a certain way in certain communities to be not okay when it is okay. Um, and it, it'll benefit you um, if you open yourself up to something that could actually help you. Um, and so that's why I think that's something that I would want to do. Um, and I encourage anybody around me um, if you're going with any, through anything personally or uh, relationships, um, kids, all kind of stuff like that. Um, there's so many different types of therapists out there um, that can help you um, kind of get over the things that you're dealing with. And um, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to not be okay. Because um, I know a lot of times it's like you got to be so strong, right? And everybody has to put on this big persona to be this amazingly strong person. And so... Um, being able to go to a therapist um, shouldn't be looked down upon. It should be like accepted, embraced. Um, we, should, we should be uplifting people when they decide to do that instead of being like, oh, you're letting somebody in your business and like being really negative about it when it's a positive thing. Um, I think also therapy, yes. when it comes to finding a therapist, you have to find one that is right for you. Um, so I think that's also key as well. Um, but I'm definitely a supporter of uh, any type of therapy that will help mental health because mental health issues, it's real. You know, you get people, um, I have a cousin who committed suicide. <clears throat> um, he was 19 years old. And so um, even now when I think back to it, he and I were the same age. And when it happened and uh, just to be able to talk to him like, hey, you know, you never know what somebody's going through, right? And if they say, like, I've been down or you see signs, it's like you, you should be there to kind of uplift them and give them right. um, outlets and, like, uh, like hey, there's somebody you can talk to. You know what I mean? You don't have to deal Definitely. with this in, in, inside and then just allow it to uh, take over your life. 
So that's how I feel about it. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but yeah. I feel like that's something that's real personal for me. Absolutely. I'm going to say for me, um, just personally, I wasn't really like a big okay or of like I didn't really recommend like people going through like therapy and things like that. Because in my family, you're taught to be strong, and that's just what it was. You figure out how to deal with everything that you're dealing with on your own. It kind of, right. you're the yeah. one that kind of carries exactly. that weight. And you really don't have a release unless you find something else, like, I don't know, going to the gym, playing some type of sport, playing Same. video games, doing music, yeah. writing, those types of things. You know, we kind of, well, that's what I was taught to kind of use as a release. But I do have friends that, you know, I did have a friend that did commit suicide, and I don't know exactly what he may have been going through, but I do know that we as, I guess, like friends of people, period, should kind of reach out to them and just let them know that you're supportive of therapy because some people don't feel like they have that support or feel like it's wrong for them to go to other people um, to talk, sometimes they maybe can't talk to their friends or family about what they may be going through. You know, they may need to actually talk to a stranger That's to true. have that release because they may not be comfortable or may think they may be judged by people, even though that may not be the situation. But you exactly. sometimes feel like you can't always go to family and friends. But I definitely yeah. think that it's important for people to, if they need help, to like reach out and use the support and resources that they have to make it through whatever they're going through. I definitely agree with that. Um, I do want to say that therapy is very beautiful. I feel like uh, it's very overlooked in a lot of families and aspects, but there are other ways to deal with it as well. I feel like the way that uh, people, if they don't use therapy, I feel like some people use it, you know, through music or through writing and things like that. Um, those aspects, I feel like that's even beautiful as well, because as long as you have your own way of, you know, uh, dealing with certain things that's working for you, that's cool. But at the same time, don't overlook therapy and what it can, uh, benefit you as far as like, you know, any kind of, uh, problems you're dealing with or anything you just want to like talk about. And I think most of the time when people, uh, say that they don't want to do therapy is because they feel like the person that's actually doing their therapy is just coming in to get a check or just coming in to get paid. And that's not the only thing. You're not, you don't have to think about the person that's in the room because at the same time, you're you're letting out your emotions, you're talking about it versus uh, letting things bottle up inside of you and trying to do things the other way that's not going good for you. Um, so I feel like therapy is a good outlet to actually do if you want to consider that. But at the same time, uh, other people that, you know, uh, has their own way of dealing with certain things can be good, but can be bad, uh, depending on uh, what, depending on, you know, the situation and things like that. But I do like the fact that Adrian and Key brought up the fact about committing suicide um, because my uncle, uh, he had a PTSD and um, he was in the military and things like that. So he would go to a, a therapy uh, just to basically, you know, uh, talk about, you know, the bodies he's seen, the stuff that's, you know, the traumatizing stuff he's experienced and things like that. And it's helped him. But at the same time, you know, uh, everybody can't handle uh, certain things uh, in that aspect of what he's been through because he's went to war. He's he's deployed several times. He's seen dead bodies, things of that nature. It's very graphic and traumatizing things. So I feel like um, 
everybody is not built for it. But at the same time, I feel like if you have someone that you can go to or uh, if you have something that you can do to uh, help you uh, relieve some of that or uh, get some of that, you know, emotion and things like that out, um, then that's great. But I think I think therapy shouldn't be overlooked at all, despite of what people may say, because it has mixed reviews. But I feel like therapy can be helpful to people um, if they want to use that outlet. Um, but don't get me wrong. Uh, I love the fact that, um, uh, it's a few artists that I like that are actually, uh, writing about, you know, uh, how they feel or certain trauma or certain things that they've experienced. And it's reached so many millions of people. And it's crazy because these people can relate to them. And, um, I was, uh, listening to an interview. I think it was a Meek Mill interview and he was just, uh, and somebody asked him like, uh, you don't ever get, uh, you don't ever think that, uh, things get too personal when you're, uh, talking to, when you're actually like rapping how you feel or things you uh, experience to, to your fans. And he was like, no, because I feel like somebody else feel the same as that feeling. You know how I feel. I feel like somebody went through the same type of experience that I went through. So I feel like my music isn't just to be sad or just to, uh, you know, feel a certain type of way, but it's to inspire up, up flip somebody or let them know like hey you're not the only one that's going through this you're not the only person that's been through this i've been through that so i feel like uh those things if you can make something good out of it by if you can make something good out of what you're going through and actually find a different way that works for you then that's cool but i don't think that you should overlook therapy if that's something that can be considered so yes that's a good answer Look at you dropping little gems over here, Torian. Um, yes, one thing I want to say definitely is that perspective is beautiful. So, um, I've been to therapy, so there is something refreshing about sitting down with a perfect stranger and kind of just expressing yourself. And there's no filter, there's nothing to stop you from saying exactly what you feel in that moment or how you felt before. And what happens is when you're expressing yourself and whether you're sad, mad, angry, happy, and you're telling somebody what's going on with you, they can kind of just chime in and give you a different outlook on something or give you um, productive ways of healing yourself or forgiving people who have hurt you. Sometimes we always approach things with anger and negativity or mad versus being like, well, maybe that person was going through something at that time. They didn't know how to handle you as a person. So... Um, instead of you approaching them with anger, approach them with, you know, why? Or gain their perspective on what has caused them to do what they did to you. And forgive people. And if you forgive people, truly do that. Like, let them um, be forgiven. Don't keep bringing it up. Don't keep guilt tripping them about something that they've done in the past. Um, take Facts. your energy and you and that person or you and those people or you and that uh, food that you like to eat can like move forward with your journey in life and I think it's important to realize that what happened to you in the past doesn't have to just take your, your future um what happened to you in your past relationship doesn't have to negatively impact your future relationship with people because you know all the ships matter and you treat people well oh, <laughs> yeah you treat people well and then it's going to come back to you one way or the other but um also, just learn from all of your mistakes. Learn to be accountable. I was um, taught that in my therapy sessions um, to be accountable for my actions. Like, you're not always an angel in your situations. And the more accountable you are for yourself, the easier it is for you to kind of challenge someone else to be accountable. So you're being a verb in that, that way. So that's just my perspective. I think therapy is beautiful. I think that getting help is beautiful. I think checking on your strong friends is beautiful. And being consistent in that is 
the goal in life so you can be awesome for other people. I really love that, what you just said, Denise, uh, checking on your strong friends because a lot All of times we friends. are, we're always like, oh, that friend, well, that person is really strong, right? So you don't have to check on them. Um, those are the ones usually that we need to check on. Um, because they're taking on so much of always being strong um, and you can't always be strong it just doesn't work that way and so checking on those people who are the strong ones um, is really that's a really important that's a key factor right there I like that you said that um, so switching gears from that let's try and uh, get us a little bit more amped up um, my question for yes. today is <laughs> Um, when do you know you're in love with someone? Um, so it can be like a moment, it can be whatever um, you want it to be, but when do you know that you're in love with someone more than just loving someone? Facts. Oh, uh, well, for me, um, I know I've been through my ups and downs in relationships with people, and I think when I know I'm in love, you can kind of uh, see the change in me. So when you're dating somebody and you start realizing that they're helping you change for the better or that they are consistent in what you need as a friend, not just as like a lover. And um, yep. you think about them or when you always want to think about them at night or when you first wake up and you just feel that there's a connection there. That's what I know I'm in love. Um, but for me, um, I love all kinds of people. So my love shifts based on the energy of what I interact with. But it feels, it feels very different when you're with someone who kind of sparks that like glow in you. And um, I don't know, I'm in love now. And it feels better than it's ever, it's ever felt in my life. Because so I'm growing, I'm changing, I'm shifting my life, and I feel inspired. Like, I feel inspired to continue to get better and to be better. And I want to build a future with this person. So I feel like I'm blessed. But it took me a long time to get here. But I'm so grateful for the ride and the journey that I'm on so far. All right, I'll be in with you. Y'all can go next. Living your best life. <laughs> I love that. Um, I feel like for me, um, when I, if I feel like, I mean, I love people, right? So it's like you can love someone. Like I, I love friends. Um, I love family. Um, but when you fall in love, I think it's different. Um, I think that um, it's a different type of feeling. So like Denise said, you know, maybe it's the first person that you think of when you wake up in the morning. Is it the last person you think of before you go to sleep? Um, is it somebody who's making you a better person? Um, so it's like what type of energy do they give you? Um, but I also think that a key factor in falling in love is to have that friendship phase because friends love each other in spite of right and most time in relationships we love each other we love that person when they're doing it right by us right we love you when you are being nice to me or when you're doing something for me um when you're friends you love that person no matter what they're doing um and yeah. so to bring that over into a relationship i think is part of uh the process of falling in love um and so i think that for me it's uh i feel it inside um, and I can see the difference in me, right? So it's like, I might be happier, I might have a glow, I might um, like just be a different type of person. Um, that person you could. Yeah. Yes. She could. <laughs> um, but right, so like, I feel like he, for me, it's like, it's all about how I feel and I could, I could feel the difference. 
Um, I'm not really good with like expressing my feelings all the time in words, and that's something that I struggle with. Um, but I try to be better at it because I want to be able to express how I feel, right? So it's like, okay, well, I love you, and this is why. Um, this is why I'm falling in love with you, to be more vocal um, in those ways, to let that person know too, because when you fall in love, it's like, uh, for me, it's not something that I'm like, okay, I want you to fall in love with me back. It's like, hey, I need to voice to you that I'm in love with you, right? So, uh, and then you figure out what you want to do from there. Denise, <laughs> Ooh. Um, but yeah, so that's how I feel. That's how I look at it. Um, I think it's a feeling, um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's an energy. Um, it's a vibe for sure. I do, I do it's agree with what you just said about um, saying how you feel to that person, um, kind of regardless of what they say back, only because um, I learned a long time ago, the worst thing someone can say to you is no, I don't feel that way, and you move forward, but you never know. Like, I think being vocal about how you feel is so important. Uh, I think that having someone kind of guessing how you feel is just lame. That shit lame. Like, be for real. Tell somebody how you feel and then move forward from that. That's exactly. my opinion on that. I always say, um, I always say, say more of what you feel versus what you were thinking. Only because I feel like, yes. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, Jim. I'm yes. an action oriented person. So out. I feel like I don't, like I, like he said, I don't really, I'm not very, I'm not the best when it comes to expressing my feelings, but I feel like when I, I feel like if I change certain ways or if I change like certain ways for the better, um, because I'm in love with this person, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like if I'm doing certain things differently in a good way, I feel like that's when I know that I'm in love. Like everybody has a different way of knowing when they're in love. Like if you, you, you know, when you know, so it's just like okay. me, I'm just like, I'm very just action oriented. So I feel like if certain, if I'm doing certain things differently or I'm moving a certain way in a positive aspect, it's because I'm starting to feel a different type of way about this person. That's hey, good. I like that. Look at y'all spreading all <laughs> this love. All this love. You know. Right. <laughs> um, I think the way that I would say that I would feel is like um, I'm a person that I think about a lot. Like I'm I'm an overthinker. Same. And it's because I'm a Virgo. I can't Virgo. help it. Hey. And so um I get really like anxious about like okay, am I doing this right or um, I'm or I be, you know I'm usually unsure about certain things like okay, um, is this person still in love with me like or do they love me? Do they still care about me? You know I got this going on. I'm having a bad day. I said the wrong thing, you know. But I feel like when you get to a point where you just know that person, regardless of what type of mood you're in, what type of day you're having. Despite anything that you're going through, that person is right there for you. Um, I love that. And so I think yes. that's kind of the way that's that so good. I knew yes. that, you know, I was in love. Because um, I don't feel like I have to think about those things anymore or have to be worried about, you know, uh, this person, you know, might not be able to handle the type of mood that I'm in or not in, you know, um, things like that. Um, I am literally holding my chest. I'm holding my chest over here because I I feel that because I think that okay, so with us all having like we all we all overthink. I think all all four of us do. And for for me, I think like, you know, as soon as you have a bad day, you say something kinda of like rude. 
you have that fear of abandonment. Like, the person's going to leave, right? So, I think when someone can, like, understand you through that weirdness, it is the most beautiful thing. Like, like they walk up to you, they hold you, they give you that space, they listen to you, they don't walk away. I'm just just like, that is love. That is real friendship. That's, that's like, understanding. (laughs) And it's like, I felt... I felt what you just said, my friend. Yes. I felt it was that. so good. I think when like the person that you're with has the ability to alter your mood, and I don't mean in a Ooh. negative way. Ooh. I mean in a girl. Way. I mean like say that when, one more time. When you're like hurting, and they can feel that you're hurting, and then they're able to change that into something positive, or kind of keep you going in a positive way uh, when you're down. I think that's definitely important. Also, I'm, I'm, I make terrible jokes, so somebody can laugh at my bad jokes. <laughs> exactly. We all make bad jokes. We all corny. It's fine. I know fine. we're corny. <laughs> but um, I want to add on to that as well. I feel like if um, I feel like if a person, if I'm with someone. And I feel like, because um, I know how I am and I have certain ways about myself. So if I feel like I have moments where I shut down or if I don't know what that exactly say, that person, if that person is willing to actually, you know, try to communicate with me or try to see exactly what's going on instead of just, you know, like shutting down with me or not really responding or anything like that. I feel like that's a sense of like love as well. Um But I know that in certain aspects, I'm not, I have certain ways about myself that I know, like certain things I do because I get in my little moods where I don't want to talk to anybody or I'm just kind of like down or I just kind of like just want to be shut out from everybody. But if that person is willing to be able to, you know, um, have patience with me and be able to actually uh, willing, willing to, you know, have a conversation with me about it or try to uh, be there for me, I feel like that's that speaks volume. Um, in my opinion. So I definitely agree to you guys and what you said. So it's, yeah, I definitely agree to that. (laughs) I like that. That's good too. I think that's important to have somebody who understands all that you are. And so like most people, they want to love the the great parts of you, right? They don't want to love like the, the grit of you, the the terrible ooh, the grit, girl. You speaking? You know what I mean? Like that. They don't the want the good, the bad, and they, the ugly. Exactly. Yeah, they just want the good. Facts. And I always say that. I always have that. Uh, I always yeah, say that to people. I'm like, I feel like people love the idea of me, um, but they don't really ooh, love I who I am. Girl. You know what I mean? I always ooh. say that because that's how I really feel. It's like, oh my Jim god, City. you know, you Dropping you love all these, you love all these things that are very like uh materialistic or you know physical or whatever but it's like when you get to the depths of who i am do you love that part of me too um and so i think that that's right. important to find that in someone and then that'll make you fall in love with them because it's like you love me you love all of me right True. um john legend but yeah man it's like, <laughs> you gotta find that <laughs> it's so important for real um, that's definitely true to, to find someone that um really loves and understands and is willing to learn you um to understand you and they might be able to help you change so facts so, that's yes. all good true. um so let's shift to a different question we got too deep with that one um if someone has a specific vice that they that they use does that make them less attractive i could personally say for me yes because when i think about the word vice i think that it is a connotative word so i feel like uh it could be most of the time it's negative so when you ask somebody what's your vice or if you say do you have a vice i'm i I, in my mind i'm kind of like what that's 
That's a little. I take it as negative. So I feel like uh, in certain uh, in certain situations, if I'm talking to like different females and I'm trying to get to know them, and they have a, and I notice that they have like a certain vice about them, it's kind of like, oh, uh, you know, I'm kind of on the fence. It depends on what it is, honestly. But I feel like the word vice in itself is very connotative, and I feel like it's something that I just wouldn't be able to, uh, I guess, deal with. It just depends on the person's situation, but most of the time when I hear the word vice, I just think it's kind of like negative. I don't know which. What do you guys think about that? Um, I'm kind of. I'm gonna say I'm on the fence about it, right? Because I feel like, in a sense, so well, there are certain things that I do. I'm not gonna say I use it as a vice. When I think of vice, just like you said, I consider it to kind of be like a negative thing. Um, but I think it's okay if people. I guess recreationally use vices. So okay, if yeah. you're just using it for recreation, like okay, hey. we're having a social thing and we're drinking <laughs> or we're smoking, then okay. And I don't mean like cigarettes. I'm talking about like trifles because I'm not with that. Trifles, haha. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, but I think like as long as that person is able to control that vice, then it's not an issue. Um, I'm not saying that I'm going to be talking to somebody that's doing no heroin or no crack cocaine or not them type of vices. I'm (laughs) talking about some lightweight stuff using for recreation because it can be a negative thing. Right. Um, And my only thing is just being able to control it and not being addicted to it. Right. Um, So uh, I think, like I said before, perspective is beautiful. And vices are not necessarily a negative thing to me. I think it's personal choices that you make, and they impact you in a certain way. And as long as they don't negatively impact someone else, or if you don't like it, just move forward. On a personal level, like, I don't smoke cigarettes. If they smell bad to me, I like smells to smell good. I tried to get somebody to smoke cigarettes. I couldn't fucking do it. It just, it's, a, it's nasty to me. It smells terrible. I, I like to kiss too much for <laughs> someone to have that breath on my body. Um, right. But, so what I did was I had friends who smoke cigarettes and they smoke whatever they smoke. That's fine. And I still love them for who they are. But like you said, Adrian, it's not taking over their life. And it's negatively impacting their future and what they're trying to do. Do whatever you feel is necessary. We all have had long days where you just want to like sit back and, and drink something. Or maybe smoke something. Or do hookah. Like whatever your vice is. So it's not going to be um, something for everybody. It all depends on that person. And your goal is to just say, hey, you know what? They do that. It's not my thing. But, you know, that's their life. But cigarettes is a... Ugh, that's just a no for me. I can't do it. <laughs> it's, I okay, I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree with you, Denise. I um, I don't feel like vices, um, done in moderation is bad. So like I would, I remember I used to date a guy when I was in high school, and he would smoke a lot of of uh, marijuana. Trifles. Um and <laughs> and um. The trifles. At the time for me, that was um a deal breaker. Um, he did it too much to where it was, uh, unattractive to me. Um, um, and so, <laughs> um, it was, it was weird. I just couldn't, I couldn't do with it. Um, so I didn't, 
I, I didn't stay with him, obviously. But the older that I got, the more I realized and understood that um, people use things for different reasons. You know, like Denise said, hey, I had a long day. Let me have a glass of wine. And so for me, that's my outlet. Like I have a glass of wine if I had a long day. Um, Facts, yeah. If I feel a little stressed out or whatever, I'll have a glass of wine and it relaxes me. Um, and so I look at things differently um, I like than wine. I used to. Wine is great. Um, I have a love for wine. Um, <laughs> but I also have friends who, I have a friend who used to drink a lot um, to where she would always like get like super lit. Um, and now she decided a little over a year ago to not have another drink. And so she doesn't drink at all anymore because she felt like it was getting That's out awesome. of control. And I and that was like accountability. I commend her for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, I commend her for that so much. Shout out to you, Kiana. I know you're listening to it. Um, but yeah, and mm, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a big, uh, it's a big uh, step for her, a big stepping stone for her. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I, I love that uh, certain people can realize their, uh, before it gets too far. Um, so, yeah, I don't think vices can't, I don't think for me, depending on the people I surround myself around, um, that it would ever be a situation where someone's addicted. Um, just because I just don't have those kind of friends, to be honest. Thank you guys for giving me a different perspective on that because um, I came into it as it being like a negative thing. But since you guys gave me a different perspective, I can actually understand it better. Okay. So I want to change my little response a little bit. <laughs> You're welcome. It okay. does. Um, since we put it like generally, um, I think that uh, it's just like you said, it depends on, you know, situation, that person. And, you know, if they're if they're using it to like, you know, if it's a, like abusing, you know, to a point where it's like abusing. But um, I do thank you guys for giving me that perspective on that because that makes a lot more sense and it shed a lot of light on that. So thank you guys. Because yeah. I'm going to say this. Um, so I'm the type of person, if I am going to drink, I'm trying to drink to get drunk. Ain't no need in me or tipsy. I ain't no need in me wasting it's my lit. money on them drinks. Without me getting to that point, I feel like it's just a waste. It's just sitting in your body. Ain't nothing happening. Um, and I'm not She's saying I do that all the time, <laughs> but what I am saying is if I do want to have a drink, I'm aiming to get tipsy or drunk, not to the point where I'm sick drunk, though, or have a hangover. Facts. <laughs> we see you, girl. <laughs> well, There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all, I think it's time for another question. And so the next Ooh. question is, is entertaining. Ooh. Replying or keeping a conversation active with opposite or same sex, whichever you like, verbally acceptable for your significant other to do if they have previously flirted or tried to shoot their shot. Uh, can I answer this mm. first? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> go ahead. Ah. My guess. Um. <laughs> okay, so uh, two things. One, I feel like <clears throat> if it is someone that you previously had a connection with and now you are with someone else uh it depends on the relationship that you and the other person have right so it's like are y'all friends um and is it like the attraction still there because if if that's the case then probably being friends with that person isn't a good idea um because it could create other issues in your relationship so I have a I have a, a personal um, situation that happened for me. Um, I had a friend who, when we were in high school, we obviously were attracted to each other. Um, we never actually dated 
or anything like that. Um, but we always talked about it. Like we should maybe, hey, what if we did this? What if we did that? And I talked it over with, like, with my mom, and she was just like, you're such good friends, I wouldn't mess it up. So we never took it there, right? And so now that we're older, um, I don't feel that way I felt about him then. Like, uh, now, you know what I mean? Like, I look at him, and he's just my friend. Um, and that's all I look at him. Like, I don't even look at him in that way. I'm not attracted to him or anything like that. Um, and so I feel like it... it it is possible, but I've also had situations where it's people that I had to just cut off um, because they, you know, they try to shoot their shot and they were still trying to shoot their shot. You know what I mean? Like under underlining trying to shoot their shot, right? Like, oh, hey, let me be your friend, but just kidding, like, let's hang out. You know what I mean? Like um, those like little things that I didn't want in my life <laughs> or I don't want those kind of people around me. Um, because it's like you're not really trying to be my friend you're trying to like sleep with me or get with me or whatever the case may be so um cutting off those type of uh friendships in quotations um so to speak <laughs> but yeah um i don't think that that's something that i would want to want to deal with if we weren't on the same page yeah um i have a slightly <laughs> different perspective on that i think that um relationships and friendships can be transformed meaning that it could have started off one way and then it transformed into something else that was just strictly platonic so for personal experience i think that you and whoever you're with have to have that conversation about like hey this is so and so they were this to me this is what we are now and then you have to have that respect to tell that person the truth if there's still some kind of connection there you don't have self-control you should maybe cut it off but also if you had a past with somebody and it's nothing it's not like that now you should still be honest about it so it's not like right. weirdness or a lie um personal experience i have an incredibly good friend and we started off as something a long time ago and it turned turned into a, a beautiful friendship and it's completely it's platonic and depending on who i'm with they either have been very jealous of that friendship or they've been understanding of it and the ratio of jealous and understanding they're out they're night and day in comparison to each other but I realized hey if I can explain this to somebody the right person will understand that friendships can be transformed and that you can be with somebody and it can be platonic in the future so respect is at respect is at the forefront of you and the conversation you need to have with whoever you're with so that's my thought on that i think you can be friends with anybody but if you're if it's weird and they're still trying to shoot their shot at you you should just cut it off if you feel like it's really not going to be good for your current relationship for sure these are facts um i do want to say to that as well i feel like you should um have that conversation with that uh with your partner about that if it does ever come up or even before even if you feel like in your heart that you have your toe your significant other this because you think because you think that like your instinct feels like it's going to happen sooner or later go ahead and be open with with them because i feel like that would be um something that you guys could actually just discuss beforehand before anything you know gets out of control also i do want to add to that i feel like if 
the person hit you up uh, via social media or via anything and you know uh previously like just flirted with you or just you know or even tried to like just get your attention i feel like there should be some kind of like bound there should be some kind of boundary there or some type of respect that you should actually uh give or give that uh give your partner and let that person know like defend you know defend your partner defend your defend your relationship um or if not just block them and keep it moving my thing but hey that block that block were real good i block people every day but um (laughs) but no for real though i think that uh number one you should have that conversation with your significant other and let them know you know friendships can be i mean uh relationships can be reformed to friendships or vice versa anything like that so i feel like um i feel like uh, you do have a com- had a conversation with your partner, but then also, uh, you know, defend your relationship. Let them know, hey, I'm in a relationship, or just don't respond to them at all, or block them. You know, if they yeah. if they are repeatedly doing that, because people are weird, people are creeps. But um, Fact, at the end true. of the day, <laughs> I just feel like you know, <laughs> instead of actually you know keep responding back to that person, I feel like anybody that's trying to get at you is pretty much trying to like get your attention at the end of the day. So I yep. feel like uh, you have to let that person know, like, hey, I'm in a relationship or hey you know don't try this blah blah or just don't respond to them that's how i feel about it so i just feel like babe look at this right right like y'all can joke about it be like look at this shit like (laughs) right but yeah no thank you i feel the same way that y'all do in a sense i think the most important part of all like everything that y'all said was to be open about the situation um because i feel like in the long run, if you're not, that can kind of come back to haunt you in ways that you can't imagine. So exactly, just exactly. always be open and honest about it. Um, and I think that as long as that person isn't like crossing those lines or those boundaries, I don't think it's an issue. But I do feel like if it gets to the point where, I don't know, they back at the free throw line trying to shoot they shot again. You should probably go uh, ahead. Backcourt uh, violation. Right. Like, <laughs> Airball. Airball. Uh, go ahead and like. Go sit on the bleachers. I always say give people the opportunity because like people are going to be people, right? But if I check them at the door and then they still trying to do something, I ain't got time Ooh, for that. You just got to go door. ahead and, and Facts, get blocked. Check them at I like that. Right. You're not on either, the list. Get out. It's either be respectful or be blocked. <laughs> not 21. Is it? Right. Straight up. <laughs> be respectful or be Straight blocked. Up. Those are the only two options. Um, I feel like so. I love those responses. That was good. That was a a good question. Um, and I think that we all have very good valid points. Um, I think that we all have some experience with that. So I think that was good. Um, the next question is: Is it cool for your significant other to compliment others in person or on social media? Yes, it is. It yeah, is perfectly fine. fine. Yeah. I, I think that I, me and my girl, we double tap pictures together. We um, give people compliments, men and women, um, compliments people in person. And I think all humans are beautiful. I think there's nothing wrong with telling somebody, hey, you look beautiful today, or your ass looks nice. As long as that person and you are cool on that level and it's respectful, I, I think it's fine. <laughs> so, I mean, so I think it's just because I'm, well, I'm flirtatious in general. That's how I am. And I oh, we, have been we blessed. Know. For someone who accepts that about me, so and she's the same way. So like we just give credit where it's due, and we're, we respect each other. So no boundaries, boundaries are crossed or anything. But I think it's cool to have that kind of open dialogue with who you're with, 
it's kind of like, well, why not be able to come from somebody? It's not that not that deep. As long as they're not like sliding in DMs and stuff like that, that's weird. Being respectful <laughs> and be blocked. One of the two. But I, <laughs> I, no, I totally agree with what you're saying. So the, the thing is, like, I've been in, like, relationships where, like, my significant other has been complimented or I've been complimented. I don't think it's wrong with complimenting people at all, but definitely be respectful and have, you know, that self-control. Don't do something or say something that you wouldn't want your significant other to do or say. That part. True. Right there. Um, like she said, be respectful or be blocked. <laughs> exactly. Facts. I feel like for me, like I am, um, I'm not against liking pictures of um, the opposite sex or same sex, whatever you're into. But my whole thing is um, the, the type of things that bother me are like if it's a girl that is literally like naked on the, the feed and you like the picture or you love the picture. Um, for me, I think it's a, it's a, it's a sign of disrespect. Um, Agree. That's personally for me. Tips. I just don't (laughs) like it. Right. It's like, and then not only that, but it's like it's public. So not only I see it, but so many people see it. My family might see it. Um, And if it's popping up for for me, everybody else is seeing it as well. You know what I mean? Like if it's Facebook, and you like you love something, somebody else is gonna go see you love something. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna Um, come back to you. And it comes back to you. That's the part that I don't like. Um, so, like, I'm not against, like, liking something. If uh, if somebody looks nice, if it's a handsome gentleman, he looks handsome, you like the picture. Um, if, if, she's, if she's pretty, you like the picture. I don't love photos, if that makes sense. Like, I don't go and love them. I like them, but I don't love them. Um, I don't, like Denise say, double tap. Uh, I don't do that personally. Um, because I feel like it, it represents the wrong things. Um, hey. And I've been in situations where... Uh, like D- like Denise said, unless they're sliding DMs, I've been in situations where it opens up the opportunity for the girl or the guy to think that they can slide in the DMs because you're loving all their this stuff. Is true. Yeah, I see that. So if you if you think about it a little bit more in depth, you have to think not only how you're thinking but how that person is going to think, right? So it's like, oh man, something ain't right at home. Let me go ahead and slide in. You know what I'm saying? Second base. Exactly. And so that's how that's what people do. And I've just from personal experience, that's how I know it's been. Um, like if I see a guy who's a a married guy and he's liking all my photos, uh, I guarantee you eight out of ten, he's in my DMs, which is sad. Um, and so I don't that's the reason why I'm kinda iffy about the things that I like on social media and what I say on social media, um, because I don't want to give the wrong impression. Oh, that makes so I agree. That makes perfect sense. Um, I did want to point something out, though. While I may be okay with my significant other or myself doing that, I'm cautious of also the manner that I do it or say it in. And also, I think there's a time limit, okay? Because I ain't about to be 3 o'clock in the morning liking some random chick picture. Say, oh, say so one more time. First of all, say, what's say, your say one more time, Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> Sometimes I be up late, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not gonna be exactly. up at three o'clock in the morning liking some random chick exactly. picture. You know, because then it's like, okay, well, why were you on this person's? You trying to slide in my DMs. Or, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. there is certain boundaries and limitations on certain things that you do and say. And I definitely if I see your ass up at four o'clock in the morning liking somebody's picture and I see a whole bunch of lights going through. I mean, it's probably going to be a problem. I don't disagree with it, but I think you should know, like, boundaries and time limits. 
Yeah, definitely. I feel like um everybody everybody's relationship is different, but I feel like if you if you feel that certain type of way, like if you if you don't like that, I feel like you should communicate with that. Communication is bay. So I feel like if there's something that you don't like about that or what that person may do, then you need to yes. discuss that with your partner first before actually escalating it to something different. Say it again. Because it's one thing communication is bay. So <laughs> it's one thing, you know, to uh check somebody right in the air about, you know, Know, or you liking this girl post at three o'clock in the morning instead of saying, "Hey, I've saw some recent activity that you've done, and I'm not okay with that." You know, versus you know being <laughs> you so combative. Activity. <laughs> I'm just saying, nice you know, go with it. It's soon positive. Well, you sound like an investigator. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just assume positive yeah. intent before actually being so combative you know because that other person may not even see no harm to it because they've been allowed to do that in their previous relationships so i feel like if you communicate That's with your true. partner and let them know there's something that you don't like then that may change it but if they don't change it then cut them off move on to the next like you know what i'm saying yeah, they're not yeah, for you <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, <laughs> like, a fellas key does not like that <laughs> at all it's a no for me kids titties all right so i want to get on to y'all so funny i want to get on to this topic because i picked this question out and i really like this because i stand by this um how much money do how yes how much money do you have to have to feel financially stable me personally i want to say that i am the type of person where i am very good with money and i feel like and i feel like that um it honestly depends on you because everybody is different. Not everybody wants to become rich or wants to have like a certain uh, amount of money in their bank account. Some people are rich in spirit. So I feel like uh, it all depends on your comfort. Like how do you, like what's your level? Like what do you feel like you need to be financially stable as? Like me, I want to see myself getting uh, several streams of income. I see myself uh, actually, if I'm making more than one stream of income, that's me being financially stable. If I'm just uh, solely based off of one income, then that's not being financially stable to me but you have some people that you know uh are financially stable off of one income because of you know maybe how they feel they feel comfortable with that amount of money uh it just depends on the type of person you are and does money mean a lot to you like what does money actually mean to you what does financial stability mean okay, to you okay. exactly <laughs> but i know me personally i want multiple streams of income before trying to establish myself as being financially stable that's just me because i, I have a i have a, a very um, big lifestyle that I want to live, and I know that it's one of the calls. I'm bougie that. to a certain extent. I'm bougie to a certain extent, but I know I know that I want to leave something behind for my for my future for my future kids. So I feel like if if I want to if I want to be financially stable, I know I'm gonna have to build an empire so my children can have that. You know, when I'm dead and gone. An empire. Okay. Shout yeah. out to that empire. Yeah, you empire. You know? <laughs> but yeah, what do y'all think about that? Um, yeah, um, I think, yeah, that's... I mean, that's a great question. Um, I think to each his own financial stability kind of means something different to everyone, right? Straight Some up. people may be okay with just, you know, <laughs> having like a paid off car and spending their money on other things. You know, some people might be like, oh, I got to have the newest of the new. Uh, I think financial stability, uh, means something different to everyone. For me, my financial stability is like, 
okay, my bills is paid for. I could put money in the side. And if I want to take a trip, I'm able to do that, you know, or um, I'm able to, you know, something happens, an emergency. I'm able to go to the bank and say, hey, let me get this money out this bank so I can handle my business the way I need to handle it. Uh, for me, it's just being able to have that balance between what I need in life and the things that I really want to do. So that's what Ooh, I Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's really good. This me. This me. I feel like <laughs> I feel like a part of what she what Adrian just said is how I feel. Um, like if I'm able to pay my bills and still do things I want to do, but I also feel like a big part of me, um, I I strive to have like um more, and so like I want to like own my own business and things like that. Um, and so. I have to take the proper steps to get there. And I feel like when I get there, then I'll, to me inside, I'll feel like uh, financially stable because then I'll, like Tori was saying, to be able to have something to leave for your kids. Um, for me, that's really important. I want to have more for my kids than I had. Um, I want them to be able to go to college without having debt and like little things like Ooh, that. Girl, say that again. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's important to me because I know how I felt when I went to school to go to school and now have all this like student loan um, debt. Um, and that nobody tells you about when you're 18, 17, going to school. Nobody talks about like Don't actual how that. the financial Straight responsibility up. of it all. Um, so I want to be able to to send my girls to school um, or my kids to school without having to worry about um, like them being in debt or starting their life off in debt. Right? It's like when they graduate from college, I want them to be able to start their lives and not have to worry about paying somebody back. Um, and so to me, that's important. So for me, I would say I have a dollar amount in mind for me to be financially stable. Um, and so I I work hard and I'm just going to keep climbing until I can get there, um, and try to put some other things in work. And I, like he says, several, uh, streams of income. I think that that's the smartest way to become financially stable. If you have like large, larger aspirations. Um, and so that's kind of the way that I am that's how my mind is set up and that's the things that I want to do is like several streams of in- income like coming from different places right not just putting all my eggs in one basket um so yeah, yeah that's kind of what I, I think about it can I say I really agree with that message from you and Torian um multiple streams of income is always a plus like there is no millionaire <laughs> or billionaire or a really successful person that only has one you know, income. They don't just own one business. They own multiple Mm -hmm. businesses or they have uh, multiple business plans and they're doing other things like not putting all of their eggs in one basket. Like he said, Mm -hmm. is like one of the key things if that's the kind of lifestyle you want to live. Yeah, I agree with all of you guys. Um, it's on different for different reasons, and I think um accountability for myself and me being young and dumb with money. Um. I want to be more responsible, of course, like horse paying bills, being able to travel, but also being able to make sure that my credit is at a higher level than it once was. And to really learn financial literacy It's um, so many things that you're not taught in school and throughout life. You have to find out the hard way, unfortunately. So um, kind of learning from your mistakes and actually being better at it and it's managing money, saving money, being able to build towards goals in the future, being able to build towards gaining multiple streams of income, learning more about stock, and being disliterate. So like when we're like 50 or whatever your 
ages and you want to retire, you can actually retire. Like how many of us know our grandparents who worked until they were like 80, 90 because they didn't have a choice. And social Mm -hmm. Social Security ain't hitting on nothing, to be very honest. So it's kind of like you're in a situation where it's like, do you want to be like your your parents, your grandparents? And if the answer is no, you're going to make changes to make sure that you're doing that now. Because we're all young enough to make changes so where we can actually live comfortably. Like chilling on the island at fifty. That's all I'm trying to do. I know that's right. I'm with you, girl. So that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like um, (laughs) me personally being on one stream of income, like uh, I don't feel like that's the best way to go. Because what if something happens? Like as of right now, the government shut down. I feel like uh, certain things that uh, that happens, it's kind of like you, you're dependent on solely one thing. So I feel like you want to have like a backup plan. You want to have something that you have in the works, you know, for you making uh, another stream of income. Just be- just so you can have something else to, you know, look forward to versus just being solely uh, dependable on one uh, stream, uh, stream of uh, income. But... Uh, everybody's different so uh but i just feel like me i have to i'm i have to be smart with my money and smart on how to like manage it and how to invest it and things like that i feel like if you invest more of your money instead of actually spending it you'll be better off you know uh getting extra streams of income um but i just i just know me personally i can't depend solely off of one income and i thank my parents so much for uh shaping me into the person i am as far as like being good with my money and managing my credit and things like that because it's it's, it's got me it's gotten me a long way so far and i'm only 20 so i feel like uh i feel like uh i do thank my parents a lot for being a big influence even when you know because they had to learn the hard way and they didn't want that for me so they actually taught me as i was just growing up as before i even got credit they was telling me certain things about how to manage my money and things like that so that's the same thing i want to do you know for my kids you know uh, (laughs) and now now you're doing that and now you're like teaching people and you're actually an inspiration i know for me on a personal level to like um really get my shit together (laughs) to be honest but um, i i respect the fact that you um you're very humble about how you were brought up and how you manage your money and how you want to even though you're not trying to but you're helping other people by just yeah. even telling that story. And yeah. I kind of wish I had, like, friends around my age when I was your age kind of with that kind of mindset because I probably would have been a lot different. And exactly. yeah. it, it would have been different from where I am right now. But, you know, you learn and you meet people when you're supposed to. So I love you. It's lit. That's I it. love you, too. Because I feel like you hold us accountable in ways that you don't know Yeah. Um, when it comes to, like, finances Facts. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think that that's good. I think we all need it it's so weird it's like we all get things from each other that we never knew we needed or the things that we didn't that we needed but we weren't getting from anyone else those are um, facts and so it's beautiful i love y'all it's fine uh, <laughs> oh, i love you too love you, t- love you sugar 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 food <laughs> so uh i just want to kind of go on to the next one so like 2018 has been pretty dope so um i just want to do like a small like a little wrap up of like the session here um so what has been your favorite lesson learned um or personal milestone for this um actual year 2018 and do you have a short-term goal of 2019 Mm. Um, yeah i think for sure my uh favorite lesson learned this year is it's okay to be open and vulnerable with people and like really put yourself out there Um, I love that I'm gonna say that I hadn't really been doing that for a long time but thanks to you guys 
and some other Ooh, people in my life. It's like, um, you know, it, it really taught me a lot about myself. So, um, we love you. My personal milestone this year, I have like two of them uh, transferring with my job and then my engagement yesterday. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to say my short term goal for 2019 is to, um, we were just talking about financial stability and, um, I just know my credit is not in a place that I want it to be. So I'm just trying to work on it. Same, right. same. Definitely. I think those um, are awesome things. Definitely. Um, I feel like uh, a favorite lesson learned for me uh, would be, I always, well, I now say, uh, well, actually, me and Denise had a conversation about this a few months ago, but I always say now people are putting your life for two reasons, either a blessing or a lesson. So I felt like I've learned a lot of lessons, I've gained a lot of lessons, and I've uh, gained a lot of blessings out of certain people. And uh, you guys are my blessings, and I love y'all. And um, y'all have taught me so many uh, different gems and uh, different uh, things, different aspects, different uh, perspectives about life and certain things that I've at, I have experienced and you guys have been here with me through all of my experiences uh just within the uh, short time frame of us knowing each other um and i just want to say i appreciate all of y'all i don't want to get too emotional but <laughs> that's a favorite lesson learned um oh, my <laughs> a personal milestone i think really uh was me uh branching out and getting out of my comfort zone and moving okay. to a bigger city okay. <laughs> and uh doing yes. the things yes I doing the things that <laughs> And uh, doing the things that I've always wanted to do, I've always said to do, because I've always felt like, I've, I ain't gonna lie, I always had fear, like a little bit of fear about me moving out on my own, because you guys know I was still living with my parents and things like that. And I've always wanted to be in my own space, um, in like a bigger city, uh, just like a new new journey. Um, and I think that me branching out to a bigger city is going to be very different for me. I'm going to learn a whole lot more. So you guys that are listening right now, it's probably going to be way different. <laughs> I'm probably going to have a way different perspective on things. Um, but I feel like that's a big personal milestone for me. It was actually me getting out of my comfort zone and moving to a bigger city. A uh, short-term goal for 2019 is to save more money. Thank you. It's to save more and more money. Also yes, to invest in different things as well. Um, I do right. eventually want to... Uh, start back something that i was uh pretty much really committed into as far as creativity um not going to announce that yet but um i do want to get back into that uh fully i want to make that something that i want to do is like a career um so that's what i look forward to doing uh in 2019 what about you guys that's my dog um hello um 2018 has been dope um for me on a personal level so i think favorite lesson learned is to not give up on love and to um, right. hold yourself accountable and to still right move on. forward with your life. Um, so I let a lot of walls down and um, I was able to find something beautiful and, and I didn't even find it. It just kind of just, just kind of just showed up in my life and it helped change my perspective on a lot of things. So in 2018, I was able to uh, leave my comfort zone um, of Augusta. I never moved outside of Augusta since I moved there when I was 10 years old. And um, I began to travel a little bit, but then this past year I started doing even more traveling. And then I said, you know what, I'm just gonna pick up my life and move to a whole nother city, um, five states away. And it was one of the scariest things I've ever done, but it's so rewarding because in this short amount of time, I've learned so much about myself. Um, 
accidentally reach a milestone of losing like 40 pounds just from being in another city and changing and changing how I eat and and, and and walking drinking a lot of water and that's because of my girlfriend I'm just not even trying to influence me to change but she's like hey you know I'm, I'm doing this I'm gonna try this do you want to do it with me and I was like okay sure and then it just started falling off um also like short-term goal for financial I'm a uh, short-term goal for 2019 would be maybe to travel even more so I'm getting a passport next month and we'll be going out of the country hey, and um also to save more money so her and I have already uh talked about setting financial goals for each other and like setting like hard goals and soft goals and like ways to reach them because even in this past year I've been like planning things out. Like if I want to go somewhere or do something, I started planning it out, creating a budget for it. I'm like, I'm creating budgets for shit. It's crazy. Like, I'm, I'm an actual grown up now, and um, being consistent and like and learning how to love someone else and also being being able to receive love. Like sometimes we just give, 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 but we're not used to receiving, and I'm just letting letting it come in. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not gonna think this person is doing temporarily i'm gonna let them love me and meeting different people who have from all walks of life and letting them love me the way they're wanting to love me is beautiful so that's been something that i've been doing and i've tried to influence my friends and family to continue to let love in and let people like love on you we all had hard lives you know let somebody love on you that's the biggest life lesson i've learned that's so beautiful I love that you. was that's dope so <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> um for me um, favorite lesson learned in 2018, man, um, 2018's actually been a rough year for me, um, in a lot of different ways. And so, um, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned from, <laughs> from all the situations that I've been through, um, is t it's okay to be selfish and, so like you I live a preach. lot of my That's life. Facts. You yes, sell girl. Them. You <laughs> I live a lot of my life like um, wanting to please everyone else and wanting to make sure that everyone else is taken care of and um, a lot of the times that I do that and I don't do it maybe even thinking about it um, but it's just like a natural thing for me to do um, that I neglect the things that I want um, and I neglect myself and my happiness um, and so um, one of the biggest lessons I learned was that it's okay to take time for key. Um, it's okay to do things that I want to do for me because if I can't, if I can't take care of myself, then I can't take care of, you know, the person I'm with. I can't take care of my kids. I can't really do anything if I don't have Facts. it in me to give. Facts, right? girl. Facts. Um, Say a lot so, of <laughs> so, um, one of my short term goals is, uh, I want to lose a lot of weight this year. Um, and so I'm really focusing on that, um, putting my energy into, um, losing the weight and dedicating it to myself like I used to before. Um, just making sure that I put the things I want to do in, in the forefront of my mind. Um, and making sure I make those lifestyle changes. Um, another thing I want to do is I want to uh, embark on a journey of creating my own business. And um, there's some certain steps that I need to take. Um, and so those are like things that I want to do this year. Um, I really want to make some big uh, movement in my life. I want to shake things up. I want to get a little uncomfortable. Um, and so usually they say your growth comes when you're uncomfortable. So that's what facts. I want to do this Big year facts. is definitely I'm about to shake some things up. My life is about to change in a lot of, a lot of, a lot of ways. Um, shake it girl, shake it. I feel like 
Um, I pray a lot about it. Um, my spirituality is uh, something that's important to me. And so I've just been praying about a lot of different things um, because I don't want to make the wrong decision. I want to make the wrong move. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. I am going to focus more on key and um, things I want to do and set that's myself beautiful. up for uh, some some um, uncomfortable moments. Like Steve Harvey said, you know, sometimes you just got to jump, right? Yeah. And so that's the kind of uncomfortable yeah. space I'm in right now. <laughs> and we love you and we support you and we know it's been 100% rough, support. but... Um, but we have a safe space within each other, which is beautiful. So right. if you feel weird, always. you know that, you know, we got you no matter what. You know. It's always love. And I want to say shout out to everybody because I feel like in uh, some certain type of aspect, I feel like we all got out of our comfort zones and we did something that we wasn't comfortable with. And it turned yeah. out to be great for us because for sure. um, it put us in a different yeah. light and we were able sure. to uh, learn different things about ourselves that we didn't even know and put us in different, we had different uh, outlooks on different things. So I felt like uh, we've all done certain things uh, in 2018 that we don't usually do and it was for the better. So I just want to give a shout out to all of y'all for just being verbs out here. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all. Oh, I love y'all too. City. I just wanna, I appreciate y'all. Just the friendship is uh, it's something that I never thought I would have when I moved here. Um, cause everybody knows like I've only been in Augusta for just a few years. Um, and so I don't, when I came here, I didn't expect to meet three amazing people that I would have like friendships with forever. Like these are, these are like lasting lifelong friendships. You know, you meet people and you're like, Oh, we're going to be friends. But then they stop calling, they stop showing up. Um, mm -hmm. and I know, I remember when, um, Denise, moved away how like we had like a, a disagreement really because she was telling me like hey I'm key I'm gonna be there for you and I was just like no because this is what I'm used to like I'm used to these friends who just kind of fall off and flake and she was just like I'm not one of those friends and she made it a point to prove that she wasn't th that kind of friend to me checking on yeah, me girl. and things like that and uh, I can't express enough how like that made me feel especially this year like going through so much stuff um to have her be in a different place but still make sure to check on me uh, I really love that and I appreciate that um, even Aww. Adrian like she knows I'm going through something and she'll hit me up like do you need to talk do you need to vent right um, and that's important and then Torian's the type of person he'll be like you know what's up you need to meet like you know what I mean like it's just though that support um, that I didn't feel like I got and now I have it and it's just I just love y'all so much. I really appreciate the friendship. She getting teary eyed over this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and I want to show you that, you know, um, um, I've been blessed to have very good friends who taught me how to really, really be a great friend. And honestly, it's not even about money, it's about just showing the fuck up, you know, and people don't exactly. realize that, you know, that doesn't mean like physically pulling up somebody's house. I mean, calling them, checking on them, being consistent in their life. Or even if you're in a situation where you guys stop talking for a little bit, you know, you can still pick up where you left off. But um, to me, like, you know, when you felt how you felt, I felt in that moment that you just never really had any good friends. And because I think that when you have good friends, you become an, an amazing friend. And I was like, well, I, I'm going to move just like Adrian moved, Torian's about to move, and we're just going to show you that we're going to be here for you. And that's not something that you can just tell somebody. You just have to do it. And it's about being a verb and about showing people, hey, if you need me, you want you need a call, a text. If, if I can pull up, I am. And right. then that's it. That's and there's, there's, no, there's nothing else to talk about. Like, I'm going to be there. What's up? Always. Always. I love you. I will, and I that's what a real friendship is. All of you, you know, have given me some 
different gems um, this year. A lot of good things. Y'all have turned a lot of negative energy that I had into positives in your own way. Um, and I really appreciate y'all. And I just appreciate y'all being there consistently for me. I'm going to always be here for y'all through whatever. Y'all already know. Yes, and and you know, you know how we all are towards each other. Yeah. Nothing is ever expected in return. I just right. we do it because we love each other. Like I'm not gonna expect it back. Remember exactly. when we went to that her concert key, and you were just like, oh, "Why are you buying God. me tickets? Why are you? I why are you? Why are you taking me to lunch?" Like I said, because you're cool and I want to hang out with you. I don't want anything from you. I just want you to have a good time. If I'm going, right. I want you to have a good time. I don't want you to. If you ain't got any money, you want to go out to eat. We going out to eat, and then that's, that's right. it. You know, it's not gonna be like a, you, a give paying. and take. Yeah. <laughs> or if we have like an initial or disagreement, that's something in between us. Like. It's not going to be for the world to see. Oh and we can God. resolve whatever problems we have in-house. And that's it. And, like, and I'm not going to do anything to put you on blast or to publicly embarrass you. This is not my style. I've had friendships recently fall apart, and no one knew about it besides certain people. Because mm-hmm. I, I, if we were friends at a point, that's it. The world who, the world doesn't need to know my problems with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then that's all respect. So like I said before... Love is nothing without respect. If I respect yeah. you, I respect you. That's it. That's it. Well, I'm excited to see what we do in 2019. Yeah. Uh, individually, collectively. I'm excited to see what happens with the podcast. We um, I hope that we, we are able to like touch so many people um, and give so many people different perspectives on life. Or you never know, we could be answering questions that people have questions you know what i'm saying like you you never know what somebody's going through um and can listen to this and it can help them so um i'm just excited i'm excited for all y'all's journeys um i'm excited to see like what's gonna happen like i mean i'm just excited it's just uh it's a different type of feeling when you feel like you have uh amazing people supporting you um and it makes you want to support them too and so the fact that we do this together just makes it all the more uh special and i feel like uh i feel like it's gonna be something y'all definitely i'm excited um i'm excited as well but i do want to say that this has this (laughs) this will be concluded (laughs) 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 this is now the verbs and vibes uh (laughs) we talked y'all head off enough but i'm glad that you guys were able to listen through this so um we love each and every one of you guys and we just thank y'all for actually tuning in and uh listening to us and us uh answering questions and things like that um, yeah, it's lit. It's definitely lit. Um, but 2019 is only going to come with so much many better things. And I couldn't do this with anybody except for y'all, man. I love y'all. And um, if y'all want to follow us on social media, y'all definitely can. Uh, we have Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, Facebook, Verbs and Vibes. And it's right. replaced the E's with threes. And it's the letter N and not N in Verbs and Vibes. Uh, we love you guys. Yeah, and stay tuned it. for episode four. We yeah, lit. Y'all. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. Bye guys. Bye.